Hi, everybody. Welcome to Hotel Stories podcast. Tonight's episode or today's episode of Tales from TripAdvisor with Tracy and Sam. We have a lot in store for you today from the fine southeastern city of Miami. Yes. Bienvenido a Miami. Hola. Que onda, way? Okay, so before we started recording, you were talking about people falling down, and um, my <laughs> people know, my, I'm a, um, know I'm a terrible human being now. No, people falling down and people getting scared are some of the best videos to watch. But um, so my my in laws came in town to visit. They arrived today, and my mother in law was like, "Oh my god, we got off the plane, we walked over to our car, and we're in the car driving." But we watched this woman who's like elderly and she's pushing her husband in a wheelchair and the wheelchair starts getting away from her <laughs> oh no 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 yes the wheelchair she tried to keep up but the wheelchair hit a divot and the man she's like not only did he fall out of the wheelchair but he like projected out of the wheelchair. oh no well i mean that's probably the most fun he's had in a while i mean yeah she said she was like oh no oh no oh no and then um anyhow he started laughing but <laughs> And people like you and I are like, pick up our phones and, and click record. Oh my God. Yeah. She told me that story just now. Anyhow. Do you remember that? Do you remember that amazing video that I used to love to watch um, back at the Palomar called Charlotte Takes a Tumble? Oh, you know how many times I've played that video for people? Yeah, I do. You're like, you and I account for 2 million of the 40 million hits that YouTube video has. <laughs> And I love it when it slows down. She's like, and I can't go through. And then she like gets You have a good voice. You make me feel. And then boom, 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 boom. (laughs) Oh, oh. (laughs) If you're out there and you need a good laugh at the expense of another human being, just get on YouTube and and look at Charlotte Takes a Tumble. Scarlet. Scarlet Takes a Tumble. Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> if, oh, now I want to know what Charlotte takes a tumble is. Sure, I don't know. It, it, yeah, <laughs> terrible. I feel like I'm going to fall down and break a rib tomorrow on the way to work. If you go on Charlotte takes a tumble, that's on you. But if you go on Scarlet takes a tumble, you're yeah. in for a little treat. Turns out it's actually me dressed as Scarlet, and my name is Charlotte, and I'm doing like YouTube <laughs> parodies. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's well worth it. Yep, yep. Oh man, so we went to Miami this week. Yes. Yeah, we're in Miami this week. So, um, oh yeah, I, 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 uh, I guess I um, announced it too early. But yeah, we talked about where we were gonna, where we were gonna go, and it was your choice. And and Jim talked about uh, last week at um, what was it, the uh, Olivier Hotel, that he, that Miami was not his thing, and you mentioned it wasn't really your thing either. No. I actually like Miami. It's not my husband's thing either. I really like it, but um, I understand it's like not for everyone. What do you like about it? The humidity and the burglaries? I mean, what is it that you... I like the architecture. I like the... Um, uh, I feel like there's this creative spirit or energy. I feel like there's this like kind of... You know, it's been a while since I've been there. It's probably been over 10 years, but I, I just, I liked that I felt like I was in a different culture and a different place. And I don't know, I, the food was great. Yeah, the food is good. And, and nobody eats there till like 10 p.m. It's crazy. Yeah, but I get it. Like Vegas isn't my thing. And I know that's no you way. Know, a lot of people's thing. 
No. Me <laughs> we did find some good. We did find some good things. I have a real, a real winner for the end here that I want to share with everybody. So. Um, okay. Well, we... I have a real short one too. Oh, good. Yeah, you go ahead and start. You had some good ones. Okay. So, um, the title of this is. Um, terrible service and it's from Brendan and he uh he's from Ireland he said he stopped here for a drink at this hotel in Miami and he says after fourth minutes finally gave up and I was like god that just drew my attention because I'm like I can't believe the guy sat there for four minutes and all of a sudden he was upset and he says the only excuse we got was that um maybe there was a disconnect and the owner this is a family-run hotel it's called the Betsy um and it says a member uh uh, as a member of the Betsy's ownership family, I'm very sorry to hear about your experience. And he said, um, you know, he can't believe that he had to wait that long. But then after I read it, I'm like, does he mean 40 minutes? He spelled fourth minutes. No, he he's an alcoholic from Ireland. And he's like, <laughs> I cannot wait. I don't, I don't even know if I can do an Irish accent tonight, Tracy. I don't know what that accent was. Wait, keep going with that one. <laughs> Do you I think you just, like Lisa Dalton's accent is all Asian when she tries to do any <laughs> accent. She sounds like a nation. Um, but I think he's probably like, I really got to go in there and get a drink and four minutes and the gig's up for him and he's going to go get on TripAdvisor. But I bet he went and found himself a drink before he did. It's so funny. Like he stopped in to get a glass, you know, get a pint or whatever. And it, they didn't come in time and he went on TripAdvisor to write this review. I guarantee it took him at least 40 minutes or four minutes to log on, log into TripAdvisor, write this review. I mean, come on, move on. Go on there and write the review because it took a four minutes. <laughs> okay, that's better. Is it that's better? Really I thought about it. I just <laughs> had to, I was thinking green. I mean, seriously, this is a website for people who review places that they actually stay and dine or stay at as a hotel guest. And you were just there passing through having a cocktail in four minutes. Ridiculous. Can you imagine you went to a Bennigan's and it took a while and instead of going up and being like, hey, we've been sitting here a while. Can we get our, you know, margarita? Um, you just go on TripAdvisor when you get home, log in on your vacation and write this review. I don't understand these people. Well, I can tell you one thing. God bless Bennigan's because I'd wait a hell of a lot longer than four minutes for a Monte Cristo sandwich. Oh my God, those are so good. So good. I don't know what happened to them. There's lots of sad things in the world like Doris Day dying, Tim Conway dying, and the death of Bennigan's. All three terrible things. Yes, I used to be a hostess at Bennigan's and I used to get that Monte not. Cristo. Really? That's yeah. amazing. Oh, I, I miss that place, Finnegan's. <laughs> we digress. Oh, it was great. Um, okay, so here's another guy. His name's Mark. Mark, uh, you got a problem with Mark? Well, I mean, like, he's probably an angry gay. Let's just throw that out there. Um, <laughs> everyone named Mark, Rick, or Steve. That's what, that's what, um, Oh God, what is her name? Olympia Dukakis said in the movie Steel Magnolias. Remember that? No, she said that? She goes, oh, Malin, everybody is gay that's named Mark, Rick, or Steve. <laughs> yeah, I just gave myself away too. And Olympia Dukakis is not my spirit animal, if you're listening. <laughs> that is so funny. <clears throat> How do I not remember that line? Um, so Mark, he does wax poetic about... Uh, the interior so you're probably right he says i told you i told you mm -hmm. he's mad his, at the grapes yeah his profile is a picture of him and his 
significant other who's a woman, but I mean, who uses that for their TripAdvisor profile? That's so weird. Mark does. That's not Mark. his significant other. That's his therapist. <laughs> <laughs> That's his life coach, and she's failing. His life coach. Oh my god. Oh my god. So yeah, he talks about um, the decor, and he goes on and on about the decor. But then he says. Um, the room smell of must from the AC, which is covered slightly by the overpowering smell of tea tree oil. Which, oh. how does he know it's tea tree oil? I don't even know what tea tree oil smells like. Well, he does because he goes to Supercuts to get his hair cut and they use tea tree oil shampoo. That's his correlation. <laughs> well, he said the hotel is old and in need of a renovation. Um, you know, like I said, he talks about the decor. He said, at night, it's so noisy outside, you would need to be drunk to sleep late into the night, not suitable for any families. Um, and then he goes on to say that he checked out within three hours as the overpowering smell was so bad. I was told by the manager that I would be charged just for the first night of a three-night stay as I'd booked through booking.com, but instead he got charged. So here, um, here's- That's the problem. Do not, yes, everybody out there, I thought like everybody knew this, but I mean, I, I take it for granted because I worked in the hotel and you do too, that if you book through a third party website, bookings.com, hotels.com, orbits.com, those, and the others, that when you're a hotel, you have these rooms that are undesirable. And so you sell those to companies like that. And then they resell them. And if you're booking through bookings.com, you have to go to them to get your money back. The hotel has no authority or opportunity to give you your money back uh, other than, you know, just completely eating the cost of. Yeah, we try to do the best we can and give people a great experience, at least luxury hotels. I mean, you know, we're, if we open those channels, we're grateful to have the business or we wouldn't open those channels. But Mark, William Shatner has your money and he's gone to buy himself a new toupee. It's gone and you cannot get it back from this hotel. No, and he tried. This is from um, Deborah. She's the VP at the Betsy and she said, I'm writing as a member of the ownership family at the Betsy. You mentioned checking out within three hours of arriving, but you also note that you were unable to sleep due to noise out on the street and because there was a terrible smell. All of this has me a bit confused, so I would appreciate connecting in person. Perhaps we can find a way to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, how did you say that all of this was interrupting your stay, but then you checked out three hours later and you weren't able to sleep anyhow? Well, Beth, you know, the ownership family is on to Mark and calling him on the carpet, on the tea tree stain carpet. Ugh. Anyhow, I mean, uh, I don't understand. Here's another person. Um, you're going to love this name. This is In the Pink. Oh, I already... Mm, okay, yeah. There's a, lot, there's a lot to that name. We have to unpack that. But what does she have to say? Is she at the Betsy? <laughs> yes, In the Pink is at the Betsy. But who chooses a name In the Pink? Oh, well, In the Pink is from Naples, Florida. And she, she starts off her review of the Betsy with all caps. And it says, a total disaster, exclamation point. Much like your screen name. Uh, yes, totally. And then, um, yeah, would, wouldn't it be great if you could just review TripAdvisor people? Like, like, look, what, like what we're doing. <laughs> like what we're doing. <laughs> 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 
Joke's on me. Okay, so a total disaster. And then she starts off her review in all caps, a fiasco, exclamation point. Um, she said, I tried booking a room online at the Betsy, but their website wasn't responding well. So I called the hotel reservation number directly. I was left on hold for about 10 minutes until a reservation clerk took my call. You know, this happens a lot because when you're calling the hotel, odds are that that person's helping a guest. I mean, they should have said, um, can I get your number? I'll call you back. But anyhow. Fair um, enough. Yeah. Or you should have had the presence of mind to hang up and not sit on the phone for 10 minutes, nine and a half of which you stewed about your horrible decisions. Um, <laughs> in the pink. I mean, like, who sits on the phone for 10 minutes? Like, don't you, like, anytime you call an airline and they're like, the approximate wait time is 12 minutes. You're not like, oh, perfect. I'm just going to sit here and get mad. You call back. Yeah. That's right. Or like, they have that option. The only choice really you wanted- for In the Pink is the Betsy. So she's just starting out mad because she's made bad decisions. <laughs> it goes on. Uh, it says, I explained that I was having trouble online booking the room and the night I wanted and asked for, ha- for her to help her. It said, first, she asked for my phone number, saying she needed it in case we got cut off. Oh, great. During our conversation, so she could call me back. Great thing. But I guess in the pink set said about that. It took her several minutes for her to access the info for the date I wanted and then quoted me a rate that was 30% higher than the rate shown online. Well, that's what happens when you're looking at bookings.com or orbits.com. It's not the same room type. I explained the discrepancy to her, and she replied that she was not authorized to give me the online rate listed on the Betsy's own website. Well, in the pink, I do not think you're telling the truth. I think that was a third party and you were looking at a different rate. And that's why she wasn't authorized. And so she goes on to say, in the ensuing conversation, my contact with her was suddenly cut off and redirected to the Betsy's reservation initial phone greeting. Well, I bet it was because, don't you think she was so annoyed? I mean, I'm sure that woman was like, oh my God, lady. I just, it just sounds suspicious. It sounds like she blacked out for a minute and she came back, she came back too and the recording was going. Like, you, there's, not like <laughs> there's not just like a button on your reservations phones at hotels where they're like, mm, I'm done within the pink and they click over to a recording. You're so right. There's no way to send someone to the initial recording. There's major discrepancies within the pink here. So You think her meds kicked in? Probably either that or she she woke up and her Boone's Farm Strawberry Hill had gotten warm. And speaking of in the pink, um, I think that I think that you know, like it's important for people to know that sometimes when you call the front desk of a hotel, um, the front desk agent is trying to do the best they can with the limited amount of time they have on the phone with you. They're not always authorized to make revenue decisions, and you can sometimes find better deals online. So. If you're just patient and treat people with respect that work at these hotels, you might get a better deal. You never know. Yeah, I always find if you call the hotel directly, you get, you know, a nice warm voice and and they know more about the area and what you want. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times you are talking to someone, like you said, who's working the front desk and they have a guest standing there or what what have you. But it's worth the wait. I mean, it is. you can either work the front desk, like work them over, or you can work it. Like, <laughs> hey, girl, looking good tonight. What kind of rings do you have? Or you can be like, hey, how's your day? Uh, really love that ring. And what's your favorite thing to eat in town? And like engage people like you're a decent human being. And sometimes 
they'll be like, you know what, what a nice person. I have an extra upgrade. I think I'm going to give this upgrade to this person tonight, but not in the pink because she's already mad about her 12 minute phone call. Not only did she spend 12 minutes on the phone, but how long did she take writing this review? Like I know, yeah. And shes it's better for her to write the review than to burn up all those minutes on her prepaid phone waiting for, I don't know. I'm mad at her. She treated these people with disrespect. She made a story up and then she took 45 minutes out of her life to write a review. Mean. She's having a really good life because if... This, her title was a total disaster, a fiasco. Well, if this is your disaster, I just have to tell you, there's a lot of people, you are in the 1%. If this is your total disaster in life, you are really lucky. Yeah, you need to turn on the television and consider that you don't live in Syria. I mean, wherever she lives is probably close, but... She's in Naples. Naples is almost Syria. Let's be honest. I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. <laughs> That's not true. There are a lot of shows now on television about South Florida being like a disaster zone. Like, I don't think I could live there, but I don't think. Yeah, I've been to Naples. It's actually really pretty. I, um, I did, you know, one of those horrible things where I put, um, what was it like? Not olive oil. Uh, what's that baby oil all over my body and then went and gave myself a third degree burnout on the beach. Ooh, I thought you were going to say tea tree oil. <laughs> I did. I put tea tree oil everywhere. And then I like really ruined myself. It was terrible. Um, so here's the manager's response. It says, dear in the pink. I read your entire review and was amazed when I got to the end to read that you did not stay at our hotel. Correct. I mean, come on. It says, I want to apologize for your reservation ex- experience you had. Um, over the phone that convinced you to book elsewhere. I mean, but come on, how nice of this woman, Deborah, to even respond. But again, these women, these women, these people, Mark in the pink, all these people have way too much time on their hands. Yeah. I don't have time to write reviews when I've waited at a bar for a little too long. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. Move on. Am I the only one out there? No. I mean, it's like, these are the same people who get pissed off because you took their bag of frozen broccoli at Trader Joe's or gave them a funny look in traffic and they, <laughs> they have to go write a story about it. I don't know. These people need to get a life. Oh, I, and, I, and P.S. People who do this, you need to understand, like, it takes a lot for hotel executives to go, okay, well, I better go create a response. Like, that's 45 minutes out of the GM's day or whoever this woman is, her day having to respond to somebody who didn't even stay there in the paint. Hello. And maybe look at the glass half full and say, gosh, we've been waiting a while uh, for drinks. Let me go talk to someone and see if I can get some help or um, gosh, it took me a while on the phone. Let me see if I can uh, contact the hotel directly and talk to someone. It's like, why are you writing these reviews? Like maybe just think that there's a lot of people in line and they're trying to check them in and people are just trying to do the best they can. Agreed. Totally agreed. In the pink, you in the wrong. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. Okay. So here's another, um, this is from Isaac. Okay. Okay. Wait a second. I know that I'm kind of on fire tonight and a little cranky, but can we just stop and just give a moment, uh, a silent moment of silence for anyone out there who is still suffering that worked on the program, Isaac at Starwood hotels. Because I'm one of them. Isaac program, uh, 
was uh, interfaced sales and catering system, Isaac. And it was literally a nightmare. I wake up sometimes sweaty at night thinking about trying to figure out how to merge a contract in Isaac. Okay. I'm oh gonna... no, it was that yeah, bad. I, it's okay. Cause then Marriott came out with their system that they're like, Oh, this looks good. Let's make one called C I T Y. Um, and it is H A R D to deal with. So anyway, <laughs> we digress, but Isaac is a terrible name generally because of that. And I know I have PTSD about that name, but I have a feeling this guy's going to be a jerk. Okay. Well, I'm going to get your opinion here because there's a lot to unpack and there's a lot of sides to this story. So Ooh, this will be good. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you think. Okay. So it starts off. First off, I want to say that I travel with my fiance, Isaac, a lot. Wait a second. So this is some chick using Isaac's name. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're onto it. So first off, it says, I want to say I travel with my fiance, Isaac, and uh, I very rarely feel the need to write a bad review. But after our stay last weekend, I feel compelled to warn people about the terrible way we were treated by the staff and management. So just a little uh, tidbit on this. So this is being written by a woman named Nora. And Nora is Isaac's fiance. Isaac is not at the hotel. Isaac booked the room and for Nora and a bunch of her girlfriends to stay at the hotel. But Nora does not have her own, I guess, money account or TripAdvisor account. Because well, Isaac, you in danger, girl. <laughs> Nora's up on, your, she's up on your LinkedIn, your Facebook. She's up in all your business. She's being you online. This is a, this is a to catch a predator right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it says, um, she's, you know, she's ready to warn all of us not to stay there. It says, um, it says we were, we were treated horribly by the staff and management. And this was after $500 was stolen from our room <laughs> to make a long, mm -hmm, to make a long story short. I was down there with about six girls. And one day we went out for a day trip. I left $500 in the safe and I triple checked that I locked it and the door was closed before leaving the room. When we came back late in the day, the safe was open and the money was gone. Okay, oh. so we, yeah, she called the police, which great, they should. I, it's so frustrating when things like this happen and people call the hotel. It's like, call, call the police. Um, they came and made a report. I spoke to the director of operations and then the general manager. They both told me the same thing. We asked our staff if they took your money and they said no. Then they proceeded to say that they believed their staff over us and insinuated that we were trying to get something free out of them. I've never been so insulted in my life. We spent a lot of money on two rooms and the only thing we were looking for was a relaxing vacation. Uh, she goes on to say, we, uh, after going back and forth with the manager, the only thing he offered us was a late checkout. Can you believe that? That's what she says. Honestly, I'm still in shock over how they treated us and how they thought we were lying to them as if the staff would admit when they stole money. Please, if you're reading this post, don't ever stay here. Um, okay, so the, here's the hotel's response. <coughs> There's a lot of sides to this story. Okay, dear Isaac, which I love that he's saying dear Isaac when it's not Isaac. Okay, although you were not here, I, oh, okay. Dear Isaac, I, although you were not here, I appreciate that your fiance has written a review. <laughs> I'm sure he does not appreciate it. Um, as she threatened to do while here. Oh, 
she threatened to write this review. Yeah, you know she was in there. She was getting loud. Because let's just, you know who she's with. She's with Big Tammy and Karen, bad women. Three of those people were bad people. And Tammy stole your money. Yeah, six girls. Let's divide that by two. There were three girls per room. So what's going on there? Why not two per room? I'm not insinuating that they were bad people. Maybe they just wanted to bunk up. But they put cash in a safe and there were six of them. I don't know. It doesn't add up. If you're old enough to have a fiance, you're old enough to have less than three people in your room. I mean, come on. Like you don't need to be sharing a room anymore. Yeah, I don't think Isaac knew that his fiance Nora was on Girls Gone Wrong, but whatever. <laughs> it says, Nora, I'm so sorry that this weekend ended the way it did. I love that she didn't say her name, but like this general manager's like, look, Nora, I know it's you. Yeah. Kill the mask off. It says, however, the facts of which I am not, oh, he says, however, the facts of which I am not sure you told your fiance based on his recent social media postings. Oh! They got up on his Facebook. I love it. It says, are that the claim of missing money from your room was so strange that even the police refused to take a report when called. Oh, snap, Nora. You going to take that? <laughs> now the, the Popo and the GM are telling you that you're, you're shady. Yep. And the police are saying that uh, it was so strange that the money was allegedly stolen from a locked safe in a <laughs> locked room. And that both cameras and lock reads confirmed that two people required to open a safe in an emergency were never in your fiance's room. There were four people staying in the room. Ooh, four people in that room. Golly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And Big Tammy and Karen were in there and they're bad women. (laughs) They took your Uh, money. I love he did a lock interrogation. If you're out there listening and you don't work at a hotel You've got lots of tricks. We're trying to keep your world safe. We can see who goes in and out of the room on cameras and in lock interrogations. Like that little magnetic card will tell us everything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You can't blame the hotel for this. It said there were four people staying in the room, seven people all in all in your party with two rooms. Some, not all, of the money was taken from a commingled fund. Oh my God, he knows so much of a commingled fund of all seven of the girls' money. And there was not a shred of evidence, not a shred of evidence, of any wrongdoing on secure or security breach. So these seven girls got together, pulled their money together, put it in this safe, and went out. When they got back, some of the money was missing, not all of the money. Come on. Yeah, and by the way, I don't know, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude here but like seven people five hundred dollars for the whole weekend like i don't know in miami in my like what are they doing drinking box wine that is one thing miami's drinks are so expensive like again they're like twelve dollars a drink i was there like 10 years ago i've I've got to imagine they're even more now yeah well oh my god but i i mean Co-mingled fun. I love that. He's straight up like Inspector Clouseau here. This guy's really good. He is. And I love that he put, there's not a shred of evidence. Like he's watched a lot of Law and Order. <clears throat> it says, I fully appreciate how our refusal to comp your stay infuriated you. <laughs> I fully <laughs> <appreciate>. <laughs> He's like, I know, I know. You're upset, but get the hell out. 
We spent many hours of research through the night, reviewing digital recordings, interviewing staff, I mean, I'm sure, and deciding among our executive committee how best to handle the situation. I mean, they did a lot of work. As the threat of negative TripAdvisor review and other reviews came even before the demand for the police, I knew that the review would be written. Wow. Blackmail. That's disgusting. That's so mean. Like, blackmailing a GM? I don't think so. Yeah, what did she want? I mean, I guess she wanted them to give her some of that money. $500. And then it's a whole racket. That's what they wanted. They're like, ooh, we came... We came with a little less money than we thought. Let's run a, let's run a, you know, some sort of a scam and see if the hotel will give it to us. This is crazy. Oh, it says, in fact, you confirmed the fact right up to our last conversation before your late checkout to pay you something in the hope of avoiding a, tell me this word, specious. Yeah. A specious untrue report is not operating with integrity, which we always try to do. Yeah, you can't. Like, I'm going to write a TripAdvisor review if you don't give me $500. That, sweetie. Yeah. And P.S., that guy just called you in a really nice way. He just called you a shady bitch. That's what he did. <laughs> just to break well, it down for you, Nora, not Nora, Isaac, whatever. You and girls gone wild in that room. You just got called shady. And P.S., I just want to throw it out there. If you really do think that the hotel did it, you need to turn your thoughts and your investigative skills over to Karen and Big Tammy because Tammy has got that money in her bra. Well, you know what? You're right. Because if these seven girls checked in, how do they know it was the hotel? I mean, it could have been like, remember the guest uh, last week in Reno that he left his card on the, on the floor and then um, somebody picked it up and robbed him? Well, yeah. it could have been... The same thing. Why is she thinking it's the hotel? And why isn't she worried for her safety if somebody was in her room? She should be worried for her safety that Tammy has that in her sweaty bra. Because you know what she did? She, she was sweaty over there. Bra. She was over there like firing up a cigarette in the room. And you shouldn't be smoking in the room either, Tammy, but you always smoke. And she was watching Nora put that money, all the girls put that money in the safe. And, you know, she pushed those four buttons and then lock. And Tammy was watching you. And so she came back in there while y'all were in the pool and she's like, I'm going to take 200 of this 500 and leave a little bit. Totally. Tammy's like, Hey, look guys, um, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to go back to the room and make sure I have my medication. I'll be right back. And then she uh -huh. went, in. she grabbed that money. She grabbed her marble red cigarettes unfiltered. And oh my God. she is smoking marble reds. She is. Yes. And she's, she's wearing jelly shoes that are kind of blown out. She's a bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> and she stuck that in her like you did you say sweaty bra that's she so great bra. she stuck it in her sweaty bra and she is like oh oh my god nora i'm gonna help you look for this money knowing full well that that money is in her bra and now they're trying to blame the hotel that's what's really going on here oh my god you know tammy was like hey nora i really think it was karen and she's like, no, it wasn't Karen. Oh, yes. And Karen's like, no, it wasn't. I would never do that. And they're like, but you have an ankle bracelet on, Karen. Of course you would do that. <laughs> Karen's like, I'm legally allowed to be here. Uh, <laughs> she's like, I'm not out of my county I live in. <laughs> oh, it says, okay, so here comes Jeff. He says, we have many happy, secure guests who have had cash. Well, this is just shady to me. Had cash, jewelry, and other valuables returned to them, which means they were stolen, and then they were returned to them. I might have left that part out. 
and we go to great lengths to ensure that our hotel is both secure and comfortable. If something ever were to happen, we would of course respond accordingly. My offer, get this, my offer to you of a 5 p.m. checkout. 5 p.m. checkout, that is not a late checkout. That's a whole other day. That's an awesome comp. And then, oh, and he says, and a comp night on a return visit. How nice and is that? You know what they did? They stayed. Like, if they were, if she was really so horrified at everything, she would have checked out. She would have been like, hey, guys, I don't feel safe here. Let's go somewhere else. And they would have gone somewhere else, but they stayed. Yes. I mean, as a woman who travels alone, like, and I was alone in Miami, if I had money stolen out of my safe, I would not have stayed in that room. No, me neither. And I guarantee you, if it had been me, I would have gone through Karen and Tammy's luggage and I would have found that money, but whatever. Well, this is sweet. He goes, um, you know, he, d he did that out of the spirit of hospitality, he gave her those nice things, which is nice. It says, as I still believe you were just confused about what really happened. Like, I mean, don't you get <laughs> you're like, but wait, I don't, I don't understand. And <laughs> Tammy's like, that's right, girl. That's right. You don't understand. Keep it up. Yeah. He's just like, I love this GM so much. He's like, listen, I'm going to write this. I'm going to write this response and we're going to, we're going to shut Nora down. And by the way, I wonder if Isaac has ever read this and been like, oh my God, I have made a terrible mistake getting in a relationship with this woman. Yes, Isaac, watch your back. Like, this is coming for you. Watch your back, change your name, and change the passcode to your Facebook and Instagram, because she's up in there. Oh, my God. And then this might be my favorite line um, of Jeff. Uh, Jeff's the general manager there. It says, um, I would stake my reputation on the fact that the money was not, in fact, stolen by my staff. I love that. Boom. Mic drop. Death drop. Yeah. Game over. I love working for people who stand up for their staff. It says the offer still stands if you'd like to return to the hotel in the future and experience it. And then he puts parentheses, perhaps with Isaac, your fiance, question mark. Ooh, good snap. I love that. Jeff, you're my hero. I would vote for you for public office. Um, I would just vote for you for hotel hero of the year. I mean, he's straight up like NBC Dateline to catch a predator profiled her, right? Yes. Evidence, yes. mic drop, the end. I love it. He's like, the offer still stands if you'd like to return to the hotel in the future and experience it, perhaps with Isaac, your fiance, the way most of our guests enjoy the Betsy. Yeah, <laughs> on a credit card, not $500 in cash. Is that not the most bizarre TripAdvisor review? It's pretty bizarre. Do you remember, um, <laughs> I don't know if you were still working with me, but do you remember when um, we had that wedding at the Palomar for that uh, rap star from Two Live Crew? His name was Luke Skywalker. Oh my God, I forgot that was at the hotel. Do you remember that his fiance lost her wedding ring in the sink, allegedly, and we had to take that guy, Mark, um, and, and like uh, Terry Brewster, they had to like- yes take the sink off the wall and like dig around for the ring. Did they find it? No, they never found the ring. And I think we, I think we had to pay for it or like do a, an insurance. I, I, I don't remember. It was the whole thing was a, a, a complete mess that and like Nicki Minaj. Um, yeah, that's a whole different 
mess. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I remember I that. Thought about that. We put it on the sink. It was like a six carat diamond, and I'm like, oh my god, this is going to cost a fortune. But we took the sink off the wall. Oh my god, that's insane. Yeah, it is, and it was probably in Tammy's luggage, but whatever. Wow. Okay, well, the, I just said that was probably the craziest TripAdvisor review, but okay, here's another one I need your help with. It just keeps getting better. Yes. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. Oh, I love this. Okay, this person's name is capital M, capital B, and this is her only review. Mm. The title of her review was, I was falsely accused of being a prostitute and unjustly... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry it's so funny because I wrote this same review last week <laughs> you know what's like you know it's really I'm just I, this may be too much of a generalization and I should maybe I should just make a pre-apology if you're listening and think this is shady but like if you're accused of being a prostitute the last thing you should do for your reputation is put it on Facebook or <laughs> like that's just the one thing that I wouldn't be like Oh my God, Tracy! I was accused of being a prostitute. And you'd be like, I think you should write a TripAdvisor review about it. I mean, whatever. Uh, yeah, right. If someone's like, I, I was falsely accused of being a rapist, you're like, right. what? Can you believe that? Just because I wear black trench coats and have a burglar van? I mean, <laughs> I think that this person is a prostitute, but we'll find out, right? Yeah, well, and also, I think they like to be called sex workers now, not prostitutes, but whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I was falsely accused of being a prostitute. Is This is the title. And unjustly banished from the hotel by overzealous security guard and the police. <laughs> it couldn't be me. It's the police and the security of the hotel. It's not me. I'm not a, I'm not a prostitute. I'm just a scantily clad woman asking for cash. <laughs> okay, so there's a lot to unpack here. So let's see what led up to this accusation. It says, the whole experience left me in shock. I'm very upset. I feel demeaned, saddened, degraded, intimidated by my experience there. Please be aware of the security at the hotel, but best yet, avoid the hotel, lounge, and nightclub altogether. I had come from out of the country to Miami for a five-day vacation. After midnight, let's be real, it's probably like 2 a.m., of April 16th, my friend and I came to the hotel and in the lounge, my friend and I were talking to two other people. When we noticed a hotel security guard began circling around us and watching us aggressively. What, how do you watch someone aggressively? Yeah, I mean. Are you like bumping their chair? Yeah, I mean, when you get watched in a hotel, it's because you're doing something that looks like it might be illegal or endangering guests or whatever. Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff, now it's it's past midnight in Miami, and, you know, I mean, it's not a church group. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of crazy right. stuff going right. on, <laughs> but they picked you, so, and you're just two girls. I mean, you know, security's not looking for two girls. I mean, they're not making, you know, whatever. Okay, so when my friend and I were about to leave the hotel, and we're standing outside the lounge, the same thin, black, and juvenile-looking young security guard came up to us and asked me for my ID. I asked why he wanted to see it, and he refused to provide a reason. We, re we repeatedly asked him why he wanted our ID and what was his intention. Okay, I gotta find my spot. Um, 
he, okay, he refused to answer and went on, went to an older security guard, perhaps his supervisor, um, who was standing near four police officers, four. So there's six on two, six badges on two. And you didn't have to call him thin, black, and juvenile. That's just- No, you didn't. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, you've worked in hotels. I've worked in hotels. And when it's, uh, you've worked the MOD shift. I mean, when it's nighttime and you've got to wrap everything up, if you have four police officers there, a call was made and they had to show up. So there was a lot of pre-planning to get four police officers to the hotel. Yeah, either that or they're on duty there because all kinds of shady stuff goes down. You yeah, know, that's it is Miami. True. Like you said, it's not like the the Baptist Tabernacle group. It's 12 o'clock in Miami. <laughs> so she says, my friend and I walked over to the police to find out why I was being asked for my ID. The oh, older sure. security man said that we he knew what we did and that it was not our first time at the hotel. He then said he saw us approach men aggressively and that prior to that, he'd seen us entering rooms with different men the same night. This was utterly false. We had come to the lounge about two hours before and only stayed in the lounge. The two people we had met approached us. Then the police asked us to come to an underground and undisclosed room for further questioning. Wait a second, an underground undisclosed room? This just tur turned a dark corner. What, what does undisclosed like? mean? Barney Fife and the, the thin black and juvenile individual were like you're gonna have to go to the bunker with us and then like doors open and there's a secret bunker yeah this all sounds real shady it really well it's starting to sound like yeah a steven spielberg movie uh -huh. then the okay so huh and what kind of questioning are they gonna do i mean and um, like we said i'm sure they have video of these people going in and out of the rooms or allegedly Anyhow, it's, they showed us an area that looked below the hotel underground. What? That doesn't even make sense. Below I mean, the hotel underground in Florida is a water table in a, where, snakes, <laughs> where snakes live. I mean, this is ridiculous. And P.S., I just need to go back. We just need to, like, stop for a second. And, and I, we need to say, like, when a security guard, like, they know everything that goes on in the building. Like, we have people at our hotels who sit and watch the screen and they watch people go in and out of rooms. They watch people go in and out of meeting spaces, garages, all kinds of stuff. They don't watch people inside their rooms, but they know what's going on in the hotel. And they know the shady people at the bars. They know the shady people at the restaurants. And unless something illegal is going on, they really don't mess with them because they're spending money. Yeah, you know, we I worked at a hotel. We had um we had sex workers that were there and um it it didn't matter. I mean, we didn't care if they if it was between two adults and, you know, it wasn't our business to get involved if a guest wanted to hire that person and go up to the room and, you know, we, but it, we would get involved if anything else, you know, if it affected the people that were there at the hotel. Yeah, if, a disruption of any kind. Yeah. Yeah, then we'd step in. But um, so, and we all knew who, it was always the same people. It was always the same women who came. So, yeah. anyhow, they're, so I, they're I understand. Too. They're everywhere. They're at Ritz-Carlton's all the way down to the budget suites, okay? So. That's right. And, and the fact that um, 
I'm sure that they knew these women and that they'd been in before and, but they must've been doing something for the, to have four police officers and two security guards approach them. Well, they were aggressively approaching men, remember? Yeah. Like, I wonder what that's like. I wonder if they're like, hey, baby, <laughs> pay for my rusty nail and my friend and I will give you a twofer. I mean, what does that look like? <laughs> hey, baby. Yeah. Hey, how about some bar nuts? <laughs> I mean, what are they doing? How does a woman aggressively approach a man? It's usually the other way around. I think these two security guards, the last thing they wanted to do is go bust up some prostitution ring. And then the girls gave them some lip and they were like, you know what? We're going to take you to our bunker and we're going we're gonna to question you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe they were like, we're not leaving. We didn't do anything wrong. And they were probably like, you know, I know they used to teach us that if we had a, a guest who was getting unruly to, to try and move them away from the public so that yeah. if they lost their minds, that it wasn't in front of everybody. So I'm sure that, and I, you know, I'm sure they're doing the same thing. They're like, hey, can we, the girls are like, why do we need to leave? We don't need to leave, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm sure. Oh, I can really loud, yeah. And they're like, hey, okay, come over here. Let's talk about it over here. Um, but anyhow, it says, the, they asked them to go to this uh, area. It says, we, we refused to go because we indicated we did not feel safe for our security, it was only the two of us females and six men. We indicated <laughs> that if they wanted to discuss something, they should do so in the open with everyone around. At this point, I became very scared and started shaking from shock. What? <sighs> My friends, yeah, because you're like, hey, I'm going to jail. My friends started to have a panic attack and cried uncontrollably. So now this <laughs> scene is happening. Your friend's a buzzkill and should not be a sex worker. <laughs> So now you have in the lobby of the hotel, four police officers, two security guards, a girl who's crying uncontrollably and another girl who's shaking with wide-eyed shock eyes. It sounds like an episode of Cops. <laughs> it says, at this point, the police told us that we are banned from the hotel for life. Wow. And then, yeah, if we come back, we will be arrested and charged with trespassing. And we were banned not just from the hotel, but from the lounge, the nightclub, Everywhere. Okay, got it. And then it says, um, it says, the story of which we were not aware. We asked them for the reason and for any proof of what we had done or an explanation, but they said they do not have to provide one. We they tried don't. to explain. No, no. And they're probably like, look, it's the end of the night, ladies. You're lucky to be going home. Go home. Um, we tried to explain that we were not from Miami, but they did not care. I was trying to explain that the security guard had lied and that we were not from Miami and that we were being falsely accused. <laughs> this is the best. One of the police officers said I talked too much. I mean, yeah, but you know, this is a private institution, a private establishment, and they don't have to give you a reason and some full report. All they have to do is say, don't let us see you around here again, or we're going to call the police and you'll get arrested for trespassing. That's yeah, that that's private. so true. If you have hotel guests that are complaining and you have two people who are not hotel guests, you're going to tell them they got to go. Yeah. Um, the whole experience left me saddened and deeply traumatized. This is great. It says, I had come to Miami to enjoy the city, but found myself extremely mm -hmm. unjust and unfortunate situation. The security guard lied to the police for no real reason. This mm -hmm. is, wait. 
uh oh okay this is it says upon my return the next day i guess she went back to the hotel i began conducting some research into this type of situation and discovered look at her she's a lawyer now that according to florida florida law anyone with authority has a right to ban anyone from private commercial property for life or for whatever reason thank you <clears throat> yep and p.s why would you want to go back i mean like why would you want to go back to the hotel and suddenly become like Lisa Lane's, you know, detective and figure out Florida law? Like, I mean, why would you go back to the scene of your moment of being upset where your friend had a panic attack and you were in a bunker? And this doesn't make sense. I mean, that's and, a lot. Yeah. And if you're a hooker or whatever, a prostitution prostitute or a sex worker, like there's plenty of other hotels. Just push on down the road to the next hotel. Strike up a conversation there. Oh my God. She wrote that in TripAdvisor. This is in TripAdvisor. Yeah. She put that out there into the universe. That's crazy. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's, that's my Miami roundup. That's a good one. And I feel like that's just grazing, just barely grazing the surface of Miami. Well, hey, Miami's crazy, just like Vegas. I mean, people go there to have fun and lose their minds. And, you know, I'm sure there's a lot more in TripAdvisor of just crazy stuff. But I think, you know, calling someone a prostitute and, or, and then money getting stolen and that whole Isaac thing, that is so weird. Yeah, I'm just, I'm Nora and Isaac for me, that just, that was insulting. And I really think that Isaac should watch his back because Nora's coming for you. You endanger Isaac. <laughs> you warned, Isaac. You've been warned. You're in danger. She got your credit card, your trip advisor, the money in the safe, and she's blaming it on Lupe and housekeeping. Are you using your Irish accent again? No, I'm just, I'm so, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's probably gay speak. You know, it's a little bit, um, I'm just I'm, I'm angry at him. So I, um, if you remember back a few weeks ago, we encountered somebody who, was uh, incapable of spelling the word grody and they spelled it grotty. Remember that? Like, yes. Person was like, grotty hotel. Well, That's such an 80s throwback. It's like, this hotel was rad and this hotel was grotty. Yeah, grotty to the max. Doesn't it? It's not right. It's grody. Yeah. <sighs> that reminds me. Did you see they're rebooting 90210? I'm excited about uh, that. But, is that like the third time they're rebooting it? Didn't they already do that one? They're all on walkers, but it'll be a good show. Um, so this is, this is um, from, the lady's name is Gina P. And she has 11 reviews. And this is for the um, Parisian Hotel and Suites and Suites uh, in my Amazon. Paris is like looking at us like, can you guys just stop using like yes. Paris, Texas, Parisian Hotel. Can you guys just come up with another name yeah like there, i guarantee you there's not a miami beach hotel on the left bank in paris okay <laughs> you're like ooh, this is my emma you know so <laughs> so this is this says grotty hotel with rude reception guy grotty and i stopped at this when i was scrolling through these because i was like this cannot be real that there's somebody misspelling grotty so this Again. is this is the review we stayed here for one night and it was the most horrific experience of our lives. So that's, I don't know. They probably have Very not. Very dramatic. That's like a television 
seriously. Uh, the sheets were dirty, no hot water, noisy elevator, and people next door made so much noise. We contacted them at night about the hot water and they said to keep the water running, which we did, but the water was still cold. Tried contacting by phone about the noise level, but the phone didn't even work. There was no number for operator. I tried zero and one. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. Okay, and so then she says, at checkout. So they stayed, okay? There we are, I mean, whatever. At checkout, we were expressing our concerns to the guy at the reception. He said, so many people come and say that about hot water and he goes and tries it and it works. We said we left it running, but it still wouldn't work. Then he randomly said, anyway, goodbye. He didn't want to hear about it. So I love that. He's like, um, he's like I don't think so. Goodbye. <laughs> he just anyway, goodbye. Mm -hmm. uh, I said, I want to complain as that's no way a front of house member should talk. And he said, here's the card. I asked for the manager's name, which he wrote down and asked for his name. He said, I'm not giving my name and you should have complained when management was here last night. I said, well, why can't you give your name? And he said, I don't want to give it to you. You might be someone to come and kill me. What? Then she says, I felt that was quite racist as I'm Asian. <laughs> what? Yeah, he then told us to get the hell out or he'll call the police. We asked him to call the police, but then another lady came and spoke to us and we expressed our concerns and she just listened, then told us to get out again and picked up the phone and said, I'm calling the police and then slammed the phone down and we just left. I would never recommend this place. I'd rather stay on the damn streets. <laughs> what? That's a real, that's all one paragraph. Okay, clearly there's a lot to this story that she's not telling us. Well, what she did tell us is they got in there and it was dirty and there was some people being loud next door. The noise level, they didn't have a damn operator on the telephone and that pipes were bad and there was no water, but they stayed. Mm -mm. They were like, well, let's just make the best of it and hope we don't encounter an angry uh, person who, you know, is racist tomorrow. And like, who says they're afraid they're going to get murdered by an Asian? You know, she, yeah, she's like, he's racist because I'm Asian and Asian people often say, I'm going to have someone kill you. I mean, come on. <laughs> right? In Miami, you, of, all of all places, like you should be worried about Griselda Blanco in a drive-by. <laughs> say hello to my little friend. That yes. wasn't an Asian. <laughs> yes, that was an Asian. Yeah, but like, she's like, you're a wasis. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, I this mean, and I love that he's like, I'm not giving you my name. You're going to have someone come kill me. Like, obviously, she wasn't standing there calmly like, hey, can I speak to someone about, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, what's your name? And the guy's like, no, you're going to kill me. Obviously, she was an irate Asian. Yeah, she's like, I'm not going to give you my name. Wait, I just did. It's one by the P.S. When he says, like, um... We asked him to call the police, and then all of a sudden, another lady appeared. And she, she let us express our concerns, and then she just nodded her head and said, mm -mm, I'm going to call the police now. Oh, so my God. These front desk people weren't having it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not, not from Gina P. Golly, these stories are not true. That is not the whole story. 
these people were acting irate and I guarantee you that's why they're like, look, I will call the police if you do not leave. Yeah, sometimes these hoteliers in these places are like, you know, they have to be careful too because it's not like they have a ton of staff. I mean, they could be people who are just like trying to stay safe working at the front desk. I'll tell you what, the front desk is a scary place to work. I've worked there and there's a lot of people, I mean, you're dealing with people who are getting told that they're going to be walked or that their room isn't available or whatever. And some people just act crazy. I mean, this woman is saying that this is horrific. She's using the word horrific and the worst experience of her life. Those are big words because she doesn't have hot water. Get some perspective. Yeah, there's, this is, <laughs> this is really, um, this is really funny because there is another, I'm not going to read this, but like, there's a review on here that says, I think I contracted a venereal disease at this hotel. Oh no. I mean, seriously, people, once again, y'all got to go put all your stuff out on, on, on social media. <laughs> yes. The hotel did not give you a venereal disease. Your poor choices in Miami gave you a venereal That's disease. Exactly right. Cause you shacking up with Nora and her friends and big Tammy and Karen, that's a bad choice. So I read one, I didn't put it in my thing, but um, this guy said the Wi-Fi didn't work and I called down and they said I could go to Starbucks. He's like, can you believe that? And then the hotel came back and said, I looked at your stay and you were staying over a hurricane and no one had Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, oh, people, so like, terrible. go have a seat, take a seat. Like, have some context around what you're asking for. No Wi-Fi during a hurricane? He's like, they, I, I, they had no Wi-Fi, and they told me that I could go to Starbucks. Can you believe that? And then the hotel's like, yeah, because there was a hurricane. Like, <laughs> people are crazy. A mic drop, yeah. Uh, yeah, because there was a Cat 5 hurricane, and there were bodies floating, and you want your Wi-Fi. People are crazy. Anyhow, if you're out there and you're, you're having a horrendous experience at a hotel right now, hopefully you had some laughs tonight. Yeah, and P.S., um, don't let anybody look at your code on your safe. because mm -mm. Look over your shoulder and look Tammy dead in the eyes when you put that code on your safe. Yeah, trick her. She's fast, and she's got <laughs> that money in her bra, so watch out. Tammy could be in your life, too. Oh man. Oh, this was a good good tales from TripAdvisor, Sam. Yeah, I don't think that we're gonna I mean, like, we're gonna have to really, really um spin the wheel and find a city that could be as good as Miami. I mean, I know they're out there. So I'm looking forward to hearing what your thoughts are on next week. I know. I can't wait to come up with a new story. Um and uh and uh to everyone listening, this is coming out a day late because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand the record button wasn't working. So, um, cause you were so, in a, in a bunker underground. Yeah, I was, I had these two prostitutes who kept rubbing up on me. Yeah. If life was only that interesting. Um, I, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. You, maybe we should go into middle America. I mean, it's your call obviously, but like maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe we ought to just see what's happening in Omaha or something or like Duluth. I don't know. Oh yeah, let's do that. We've spent a lot of time on the coast, so I like that idea. I bet you. I bet you, Tammy's up in Omaha too, and so is Karen. But let's do it. Okay. 
we'll yeah. we'll take a look around uh the mid middle of the country yeah i was thinking maybe indianapolis like with the indianapolis 500 or something like that would be Ooh, like yeah, one of those people yeah, up to yeah that's really good okay we'll come up with a good one for next week but thanks for listening everyone have a great week